you ever see a promo for a new TV show and think, no way, what a mess. Then the show comes on and you're hooked. Good morning, I'm Rockwood07's Prospector. And it's happened to me recently with The Masked Singer a few years back. When the promos for The Masked Singer came out, I thought, man, that's ridiculous. Who would watch that crap? Turns out, I would. Yeah, I'm hooked. It's a fun show. Well, it happened again. For months, Fox has been running promos for The Floor. And of course, I was like, what a stupid name. Obviously, NBC has the wall. They're going off that. Are we just picking parts of a room now? What about the corner round or the joist? In fact, back in mid-November when the commercials first started airing on Fox for the floor, I thought it was so crazy, I made a parody about it. Check it out. Presenting the wildest game show yet, The Outlet Plate. That's it, The Outlet Plate. We've unleashed the ultimate power play. Dive into The Outlet Plate, where contestants plug into the thrill of voltage, competing for shockingly grand prizes. Picture this. Participants navigating a maze of oversized electrical outlets, skillfully dodging live wires, and solving mind-bending puzzles. It's a game show that's truly plugged into your entertainment needs. Will they weather the power surge or get zapped out of the competition? The stakes are soaring and the sparks are even higher. Witness competitors risking it all, strategically choosing outlets, and crossing their fingers not to end up on the wrong side of a jolt. Get ready to get amped up and plugged in to the craziest game show yet. The Outlet Plate, where the volts are high and the competition is electrified. Yeah, so there's the commercial I made parroting the floor. Turns out I'm hooked on the floor after one night. My wife said, let's watch it. And within 15 minutes, I was all in. I love the concept. I love the gameplay. I love the fact that it's not a one-off show and done type thing. It's going to be ongoing. Fox. The floor, you got me. I'm floored. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Since Elon Musk purchased X, it's lost more than 70% of its value, which is why I have a theory that he recently bought the Philadelphia Eagles. Travis Kelsey made out with Taylor Swift on New Year's Eve, but he forgot to report beforehand, so an NFL ref flagged him for illegal touching. Snoop Dogg is joining the NBC team that's covering the 2024 Paris Olympics, but only because NBC will allow him to light his blunts with the Olympic torch. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. And now it's time for another episode of... One minute inside a woman's head. It's 2024. You know what that means, right? All those fools saying, hey, I haven't seen you since last year. Like it's original or funny. Yeah, that's how calendars work, idiot. I do have a resolution for 2024, though. No more Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, I've had it up to here with the social media. I don't want friends in real life. What makes you think I'd want them on a computer? Oh, and I'll get back to the gym after eating everything in sight since Christmas Eve. Of course, the gyms will be filled with people hogging up all the equipment. I mean, I'm glad you're working out, but could you not hang your towel on the treadmill and then stand around chit-chatting with your friend for 20 minutes instead of actually using the treadmill? Oh, and now she's taking a selfie on the treadmill. I bet she's captioning it. New year, new me. Here's a caption for you, honey. New year, same annoying you. And that was another episode of 
One minute inside a woman's head. And now it's time for another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Well, it's a new year. Good thing I joined a new gym. Not that I'll get fit or anything, but I'll enjoy checking out all the talent that starts this week working on their new U's. That's right, Mama. Bend over for those dumbbells. <laughs> and that was another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A little white dog in Oklahoma was attacked by two coyotes and a cat saved his life. The dog's name is Oakley and the coyotes attacked him in his owner's backyard and pinned him down, but the family's black cat, Binks, ran in and chased him off. Oakley ended up needing stitches. The vet originally thought he might lose a leg too, but that didn't happen and Binks wasn't injured. Thanks, we needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. You don't want this part to be hard. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. We've got Pornhub, the heavyweight champ of adult entertainment, throwing down with lawmakers like a digital David versus Goliath. They're slapping access restrictions on North Carolina and Montana, giving those states a taste of their own medicine. Now, those states are on this crusade against online porn. They've passed laws that demand third-party verification and digitized IDs. It's like they want your grandma to confirm your age before you can even think about a risque click. Now, Pornhub's parent company conveyed a video message to visitors from those states claiming the sites already practice robust safety measures, but now they're barred from getting in. Yeah, Pornhub is standing up to the states cracking down on online porn by playing gatekeeper to their own gates. It's like telling your customers, sorry, folks, we're closed for authenticity. Is this a corporate protest or a slick sidestep of the law? Pornhub's doing the cha-cha around all the hurdles they're putting up. They're not just providing adult content, they're serving up a side of rebellion. While these states unfold their digital roadmaps to keep adult content at bay, perhaps this marks a streamy version of retrograde where hiding your Blu-ray stash becomes the thing again. Times are changing, but when it comes to adult entertainment, we might be rewinding a bit too. Blocking states with strict porn laws, eh? Pornhub's playing a game of whack-a-mole, prohibiting some viewers from playing their own game of whack-a-something else. You've probably been a little creeped out by this guy already. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. It's that high-pitched voice, and he's so nicey-nice. Mickey Mouse. Well, he hit the public domain on Monday. Technically, the original Steamboat Willie version from 1928, but it looks enough like Mickey, trust me. And there's already a trailer for the first of what could be many Mickey Mouse horror movies. This one is called Mickey's Mousetrap. And a mass killer at a theme park dresses as Mickey, and he's going to start killing off park goers. It looks cheesy. No one you know is in it. But it's going to make some money, trust me. If you could reimagine any, any classic character and put him in the star of a horror movie, who would it be and why? That's what I want to know this morning. Checking in with Randy on the rock lines from Luzerne. Randy, who would it be, buddy? Hey, Prospector, I'd have to say Goofy. The simple reason is he kind of reminds me of the Adam Sandler, the little Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, I don't know. It's just it's a crazy idea. Uh, so basically, Goofy becomes little Nicky and just goes nuts. Crazy. I think that could work. Gladys says Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. She comes off so innocent, but we all find out she's a psycho freak that kills everyone with the Tin Man's axe and lets the cowardly lion eat the bodies. <laughs> That's pretty twisted, Gladys. Dana says Casper the ghost. He's tired of being the friendly ghost. He's checked into the Stanley Hotel to play with and scare the two twins. Out of the rock lines, uh, Chris from Carbondale. Hey, Prospector. 
you take the Wiggles, right? They've got this Star Trek-esque kind of outfits, right? Yeah. So you do this space theme. They get stranded on this planet with the Barney and friends and Teletubbies trying to kill them. Sam says, Mr. McFeely from Mr. Rogers. Why? Creepy last name. That's why. Matt, check it in on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector. Bugs Bunny. Remember the episode where he turned into Hyde? You know, the hide and hair episode? He was green. That's the version. Checking in with Karen from Warrior Run, Rock 107. Who would you make into a horror film character and why? I have two characters, Charlie Brown and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's time for them to get justice. So this is all one movie. They're teaming up. Yes. I like it. Could work. Leonard, Wiley Coyote, because it would be interesting if he succeeded in kidnapping and capturing the Roadrunner, and then he could take his revenge against the Acme Corporation. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors, and gather around the radio. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one. Have you ever heard about someone raising holy hell at work? Well, this is a pretty literal example of that. A 57-year-old pastor in North Carolina named Dwayne Waden was arrested last week after he assaulted someone who was working with his wife at a McDonald's. His wife was training to become a manager, but she felt like the other employees were disrespecting her. So she called her husband to complain. Pastor Dwayne immediately drove down to McDonald's, walked behind the counter, and put his hands around the neck of one of the co-workers. He punched the victim in the face multiple times, then pushed their head toward one of the deep fryers. That's when the other employees jumped in and pulled them apart. The victim was hospitalized with minor injuries like cuts and bruises. Pastor Dwayne has been charged with assault and battery. Nominee number two. Maybe he just can't get enough prison. Released from state prison four months ago after serving over 13 years for armed robbery, aggravated assault, and felonious possession of firearms, 38-year-old Stephen Nerdin is now facing a first-degree misdemeanor charge of domestic battery. Steve was arrested after assaulting a female acquaintance during an argument about his perceived sexual inadequacy. The dispute escalated when Nerdin, upset about being called a limp, well, you know, in need of Viagra, retrieved a pink sex toy from a bedroom shelf and used it to attack the 37-year-old victim, reportedly shoving the toy into her mouth and then punching her in the left eye when she attempted to push him away. If released on bond, he'll be subject to continuous alcohol monitoring devices and is prohibited from contacting the victim. And the winner is... The man who pushed a McDonald's cook's head towards a deep fryer for disrespecting his wife. You are the Yam Bag of the Day, and we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.